All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! You know what I want to talk about this time? I'm going to tell you an old stand-up story. And the reason I bring this up is because I saw something that kind of disturbed me. Not in a really, really bad way, but I saw someone being mean to someone. And it kind of brought up bad memories for me. It was someone who was just being nasty for no reason. And it just reminded me of something that happened to me when I was doing stand-up a long time ago. Near the beginning of my stand-up career, I should say. Um, There was a club I played in Philadelphia. It was one of the first clubs I ever played. And still, (laughs) still a place that I finally remember because, you know, I met a lot of my good friends who either performed there or worked there. And I remember it was a while ago and, you know, it was quite a while ago, actually, to be honest with you. (laughs) It was the 80s, the late 80s. And um, I was a kid at the time, but I was head up, began performing. And... um, there was a guy on stage performing and he was doing a great job. And at the time, you know, the comedy boom was still rolling and every club was full. If you just, re- if you actually, someone actually would show up to the, to your business and write the word comedy in spray paint on the side of your building, it would be full of people. Okay. That's how easy it was back then. And I remember playing this place and, um, everybody was having great sets. The place was packed and everything. And I used to watch from the back and I used to watch all the performers perform. And, you know, my voice hadn't even really changed yet. I'm, hey, man. You know, I still, <laughs> I still kind of sounded like that. That's how long ago it was. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and so, and I was watching the guy and he's, he's doing this great job. He's just destroying the place. People are going crazy, going nuts. And I used to watch him and he was one of those, um, attack comedian type guys. You know, he would, he would pick on people in the audience and, you know, uh, you know, Hey, look at that guy. That guy's fat. Hey, what, what kind of shirt is that? You know, and, and the whole audience is laughing and laughing and laughing. And at the time, I was kind of impressionable, you know, and so I, I thought, well, OK, well, maybe I guess that's what I'm supposed to be doing. He's the guy that's getting, you know, some of the one of the guys getting the best laughs. Maybe I should do some of that stuff. And so I, one day I was watching him perform and the place was packed and everybody was going nuts. And I walked to the side by the bathroom to watch the stage. And from that vantage point, you could actually see the audience members faces. So there's this guy in the audience and he's a big fat guy. I mean, you, if you were to look at him, you read nice guy immediately when you looked at this guy. There was nothing harsh about him. He was just a, just a nice guy. He just happened to be a big, fat guy. And the woman next to him was just one of those, you know, you know, you see like a really big guy and his girlfriend is a little tiny lady. She was like a tiny, pretty, cutie, cute type lady, you know, a little nerdy around the edges. You know, the kind of girl that has a big, oversized lily in her hair. And you could tell by the body language that they liked each other. And, and you could everything about them had new relationship written on it. I don't even know if they, he kissed her yet. It looked that new, you know. You know the thing where you don't know if you can if you touch her on the arm the wrong way, you know, if you you want to think you're being forward and that kind of thing. In those days, yeah, I'm gonna sound like an old guy. In those days, dudes cared about that. So it, it, it looked like a new relationship. So what happens is this guy sees the guy in the audience, and you could tell if you're on stage and you do attack comedy, he's the first person you look at. The big fat guy with the cute little little lady next to him. So he's hammering away at this guy. And at first the guy's laughing because it wasn't really harsh what he was doing. And then he just kept going on and on and on. And the audience was laughing, but he wasn't laughing anymore. And you could see him getting uncomfortable in his chair and looking over at his girlfriend, kind of like, oh, God, please don't embarrass me in front of her. And she's kind of getting embarrassed. And she's already tiny. She's shrinking into the chair. And 
I'm looking at it and I'm feeling horrible because the rest of the audience can't see this. All they can see is this guy on stage and hear other people laughing, but they can't see this guy's face. But I saw it. There was, I mean, if you know what a micro expression is, those little expressions that you kind of pick up if only you pick up on only if you're really paying attention. And I was really paying attention. And he was, I could tell he was now he's at this point, he's hurting the guy's feelings and he just won't stop. And it was, I was like a silent scream inside of me going, Oh God, leave the dude alone. I understand. I do crowd work too. And I know sometimes if you find fertile soil for humor, you kind of stick with it. But look, did you not notice what's going on with this guy? You're ruining this guy's evening. This guy was out. He was proud of himself. Yeah, that shirt was ridiculous looking, but he was proud of himself. And she had his, her hand in his arm and she was sitting there and she was kind of, you know, babe, basically kind of try to hold his hand. I mean, this is two innocent people and he just is just hammering away. He walks off the stage. And, um, and the audience, yay. And I go on next. And the next comic, blah, blah, blah. He's a very young kid, but then, you know, the MC teases me because I'm a kid at the time, you know, and I go on stage and I'm doing my thing and I'm getting laughs too and everything's going great. And I turn and I look at this guy and he had this look on his face like, oh no. Oh God, please no. This guy is funny. This kid's funny. Oh God, he's going to, and I started joking with him. But I made it a point not to say anything that would hurt his feelings. I joked with him, and I joked in a way that he laughed. I don't remember what I said. But whatever I said about him, he laughed at it. She laughed at it. And then they looked at each other when they were laughing. And then she leaned over and kissed him on the cheek. And that made me feel good. Because to me, as a comedian, when I want to make someone laugh in the audience, I want to make them happy when they left. And even if I'm, quote, teasing someone, unquote, to me, as a performer, it's not funny unless the person I'm teasing finds it funny, too. I don't want to hurt that person. That person paid to get in, too. You know? And sometimes when you, if a person hammers away on a person, the person getting hammered away on feels uncomfortable. And there comes a point where even the people sitting around become uncomfortable. And, you know, I just, I just remember that look on the guy's face of relief and, and starting to laugh and joke. And he even had a big belly laugh. Oh, and she had this little goofy laugh. And I made it a point not to talk about it in a harsh way. I teased them about it and they laughed. Show ends. I walk off stage. He sees the guy over there and he kind of has this look like, why did you do this to me? To the other guy. And he didn't even go up and talk to him. But he came over and talked to me. And she came over and talked to me too. And they introduced themselves. That was their first date. They had gone to coffee before, but that was their first date. Date. And they thanked me for having a good time. And she gave me a kiss on the cheek and he hugged me. And he looked at me and she goes, I'm going to go freshen up. And she goes to the bathroom before they're about to leave. And he comes up to me and he goes, you knew, didn't you? And I said, I knew what he goes. I know, I know what was going on. I said, the first guy, he was really getting on. He was like, he was embarrassing me in front of my girl, man. I just, you know, I've been, it took me a long time to get this get of the courage to talk to this girl and I finally get her to go out with me instead of just for coffee our first date night and then I go on and this guy comes on stage and he humiliates me in front of everybody but then you came on and you know you you teased me too but you didn't make me feel like an asshole you know now that the show's over she's happy again and you know because I laughed at the jokes and they were funny and you didn't hurt my feelings you didn't crush me you saved my night dude so I want to thank you for that and I said, thanks. You know, you don't, you know, <laughs> you don't have to crush people. You know, you, you don't have to hammer people down and smash them. 
just because you can. I mean, that night stuck with me. And I mean, this is, geez, you know, the these 1986 then, this is 2013 now. That's how long ago and how fresh that story is with me. And every time I see someone crush somebody when they don't have to, that comes to mind. And every time I perform now, when I get up on that stage and I start, if I see someone out front who's wearing a wacky outfit or some big fat guy, some skinny person, somebody who's goofy looking. And keep in mind, all of these qualifiers are based on someone else's description of them, not mine. I just consider them in unique individuals, just like everyone else's. When I see that, it never occurs to me to try to hurt that person. It never occurs to me to try to humiliate that person. Because like I said, if they're not laughing at it when I tease them, it ain't funny. It's not funny at all. Which is why I don't try to, I try try my best. And I've been very successful over the course of uh, all my years to not hurt people's feelings or crush them when I'm doing my shows. That's why I don't get heckled. And that's what I saw today. I saw someone crushing someone when they didn't have to. And quite frankly, under most circumstances, you don't have to crush somebody. You can let people save face. You can gracefully bow out of an argument that's not important to you. If somebody makes a mistake or says the wrong word in a sentence and you know what they're talking about, don't correct them in front of everybody to show how smart you are compared to them. What does that do for them or what does that do for you? Nothing. You know. And that's... <laughs> That's what came to my mind when I had that moment, when I saw that thing. It, went, it took me back all the way to 1986 to the moment where a guy said, you saved my night because I was getting humiliated and you made it funny. You made, you made us laugh again. You made her basically forget about what happened before. You saved my night. And if you really think about it, when you have an opportunity to either make someone feel bad or make someone feel good, you may be saving that person's night. <laughs> you know, you may be saving that person's day. You may be making somebody feel a little bit better than they would have. And if you have an opportunity to do that, why not do it? You know, who, who the hell wants to make someone feel bad? I can't think of anybody that's not a nutcase or an asshole that wants that to happen. And that's how I carry myself when I perform. And that's how I carry myself in real life. If we ever meet, you'll, you'll find that I'm a pretty nice guy. So my friends, cats and kitties, dudes and dudettes, I would, I would just say this. If you have an opportunity to be nice to somebody, to quote, save their night, do it. It'll make them feel better. It'll make you feel better. And if we all did shit like that, everything would be better. Not naked woman in my lap going, yes, Anthony, you're the greatest better, but better. Cause women, when they're on my lap saying, yes, Anthony, you're the greatest. That's, that's much better than helping that guy. I gotta be honest. I know this is a nice story and, you know, helping that guy. And that's a true story, by the way. There's, there's no, I didn't add anything to the story. I told you exactly what happened. Um, and I've still felt great. Even now when I talk about it, it feels great to be able to have done that. But, uh, like I said, not naked woman on my lap going as Anthony, you're the greatest great. That's much better than that. If there's any half naked women who want to sit on my lap and say, yes, Anthony, you're the greatest, please feel free to do that. I'm open to that. Because I like to give back to you. I want to help you. So, Nate. Okay, I, I don't think anybody's going to buy that. But just, you know, the offer's open. The lap is here. <laughs> that was, I just embarrassed myself, didn't I? You know, I had this nice, nice story, a nice true story about something good I did as a kid that changed who I am as a person. And then I turned it into some disgusting plea. 
to get half-naked women to sit on my lap and tell me I'm the greatest. I am so ashamed of myself. I, I'm, I'm much better than that as a person. I, I just, you can't see this because this is a podcast, but I'm actually hanging my head in shame. Let me just sit here for a moment, silently, and ponder the shame of what I just did. Women, I am absolutely not ashamed of that. I want you on my lap because... Wait a minute, when you whisper, everyone can hear it? I thought when you whispered, only hot women can hear it. Oh, that's the other program. Oh, okay. So basically, I just embarrassed myself again. Is that what you're saying? Oh, Jesus, is bad. All right. I'm out. <laughs> All right, cats and kitties, dudes and dudettes, we have knocked out another one. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for being as weird as me. Do me a favor. If you like what you hear, if you haven't subscribed, please do. If you have friends that you think would like with this kind of weirdness, tell them to listen. Blackmail them to subscribe. Tell all their personal secrets if they don't subscribe. Okay, that's wrong. Just suggest it. <laughs> I just want to say in all seriousness, thank you again for coming back and checking everything out. We're going to keep doing this because I'm having fun and I'm glad you guys are having fun too. So let's, let's keep doing it. Let's get it on. Thank you again. S. Anthony out. Time while up in here.